0: in character but I do despise you if you're watching this uh, my recommendation would be to watch uh, uh, some of the people I watch or listen to some of the people I listen to in podcasts or read some of the people that I read for example J.K. Rowling alright then so um, so what do we make of where we've got Ah yes, in my own petty, tiny world, I had my own JK Rowling moment recently, in which I made an episode which, you know, which turns out in my mind to hit on some global themes. Big themes, you know, but it's not meant to go global, you know, because you can have a conversation between yourself and one other person And it can have the same, it can contain ideas as big as ideas that go viral and then sweep the world like a firestorm. Like that one that JK Rowling lit, that firestorm, that JK Rowling lit when she tried to take her word back. Woman is the nigger of the world. See, there's a, there's a, there, now, there, now, you might think that was wrong to say that. Do you know the song? It hasn't been banned. It hasn't been banned. Um, if, if it's, and, it was, and, and it was sung by a white man, that song. Why hasn't it been banned? Why is it freely available on Spotify right now? And why is nobody complaining about it? Look it up. A woman is the nigger of the world. I'm not going to say woman is the uh, n-word of the world, Uh, because yeah, and and John Lennon was quite aware that he should say the phrase n-word, but he was making a point. And if if you want to delve into that point that he was making a little more, Google John Lennon's quote with respect to Little Richard. John Lennon and I had something in common, besides the fact that his son and I were born within 48 hours each other of each other Julian good day Julian you know um, but uh, you know and, and, and Julian and I both our fathers were named John uh, the circumstances were very similar all down the line now um, uh, but you know Google that yourself and then uh, now, Um, John Lennon, uh, an an activist, and a feminist, and a a famous activist for all things great and good. Uh, The greatest socialist lefty you ever met. And yet he's out there saying these sorts of things. What was he doing? I'll leave it at that. Look that up if you like, it's worth it. Uh, that which he said with respect to Little Richard, he was a huge fan of Little Richard, as I am. Uh, for the same reasons, uh, you know, as was Bob Dylan. Do you want more activists? You know, Bob Dylan wanted to be Little Richard. Little Richard died recently. Ostracised he was from the black community, basically. There's a story in that too. You know. He was basically ostracised. You know, he attached himself to, uh, uh, to well, the white community, really, in some ways. And uh, when he died recently, there was not one rapper who said goodbye. The only person who wasn't white, who um, made, a, you know, made any commentary really was Michelle Obama, who said, well, you know, at least he had the guts to be himself. You know? But the people we heard from were all his, you know, his, his fans. Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, of course, Mick Jagger. You know, all of them, they all lined up, all the people who were inspired. Uh, by Little Richard, David Bowie, even though he was dead, Yeah. You know? Lenny Clemister, even though he was dead, even they put an obituary in, in spirit, you know? But anyway, so, um, there's more to these things than meet the eye. Rock and rollers know where it all is. You know? Where the bodies are buried, when it comes to ideas. Okay, um, they all got canceled. Now, um, my JK Rowling moment uh, was was very petty. I was being petty and I had someone point this out to me. You are being selfish and you are being petty for your little comedy gag, your little gag, you know. You you want to do a clickbaitish little thing called, you know, comedy skit called, you know, uh, my child will turn me Nazi. I described that in the previous episodes. I don't need to go over that again. Now, put it, pull it down, well, that was my advice, because you don't know what effect that will have on your children, for example, a title like that. And to understand what I'm talking about here, you'd have to listen to the previous episodes, which you never would, because I never would. You know, I wouldn't bother. Six seconds, that's what I've been told. Uh, six seconds, that's the maximum length that a YouTube channel should have, um, you know, I'm happy to go to 30 minutes, or I'm happy to go to 40 minutes, um, anyway, uh, now, my motivations for putting up that comedy episode, my family turned to be Nazi, it did derive in part from the fact that my great uncle uh, did love Hitler, now here's the thing here's the idea that i'll propose that and it's a JK Rowling moment um is there any is there any way that can be right yeah, could i go down to Caulfield now <laughs> there's a spot on my phone and i thought it was on my face um uh, could i go down to Caulfield now and argue a case that it was fine that it was okay that it was okay uh, for my great-uncle to be a Hitler lover. Um, and furthermore, for my great, great, no, no, just my great-grandmother to, and he was her son. How is that? Great-uncle? That's how it works, isn't it? Your great-grandmother has a son and it's, um, he's, one's great-uncle. All right. Okay. And And she used to play German marching tunes for him, that bit of that comedy clip was true. You know, we used to go down there to their house and he would be marching, goose-stepping, goose-stepping around the lounge room, um, pretending to be Hitler. Is there any way that can be okay? And what the hell was my great-grandmother doing, playing German marching tunes and encouraging this? You know, that bit of that story was true. The bit about my great-great-grandmother wrestling crocodiles in the lake next door to her house at age 90, was probably not true okay (laughs) don't take everything seriously and (sighs) literally anyway um now uh, is there any way And, and you might say no absolutely impossible for that to be okay impossible I can't I can't think of any way that can be okay therefore there isn't any way that can be okay there was a way that that could be okay, as it turns out, but I'm not going to say what it was. I've been put under huge pressure in the last few days to disclose how that could possibly have been okay, and I'm not going to, because to do so, now, there was a, um, a manner in which it was suggested to me that I could disclose how that could have been possible, that my great uncle could have been a Hitler lover and that and for that to be all right. Huh? And, and I could explain it, but I refuse, Yeah, you know? And you might say I'm being obstinate, but that's an idea too. The fact that one shouldn't have to explain oneself, you know, one should be able to sell the idea that it is possible, you know, if you are certain of yourself that you are right, you know, well, maybe you're not, you know? And if you are certain, for example, you know, even if you know my little secret as to how that could possibly be your right, even if you know my little secret and you are certain that I should disclose that secret in order to protect my children from wanting to commit suicide as a result of their father doing a comedy channel about, um, about you know, my childhood turned to be Nazi when it didn't. Absolutely, it did not, you know. Um, but you, know, you might say, well, disclose your secret and then you'll be off the hook. Charlie, disclose your secret. Yeah, as to how this could possibly be that your great uncle was a Hitler lover and that that's okay. You know, if you've got a story, disclose it. You know, know, why would you hang out your children to dry like that? They might not get a job in the future if someone Googles that episode. And to that, I would say my quandary here, my dilemma here is that I'm in a JK Rowling sort of situation. You may think I'm not, but I feel I am. In a book I'm reading at the moment with my son, a prisoner of Azkaban, um, she has woven a scenario that is so beautifully wrapped up that there is a character in the book who is guilty of everything that everybody in the world is accusing that person of. What he did was he killed another wizard. He was a wizard and he killed another wizard. And in doing so, killed 20 muggles at the same time. He let off an explosion and blew up 20 humans and one wizard and it was watertight. Yeah, and he's due for execution, this guy, Sirius Black. And she went into great detail, J.K. Rowling. And this is where you need dark people like J.K. Rowling. Um, She went into great detail in uh, that book and I was amazed, you know, she's she's brilliant, I hate her, you know, for having her dangerous ideas in public, you know, because uh, if, if I'm trans I might commit suicide as a result of her having to have her little idea in public that she should take her name back, that she should take her word back, woman. You know, is your need to have your word, woman, more important than me killing myself? J.K. Rowling, seriously. She killed at least three people. You know, there would have been three trans people that committed suicide uh, as a, some black just walked past me. <laughs> oh dear. you know, when you get on a roll, you know. As a consequence of her, um, of her uh, so publicly smashing trans people apparently you know and arguably she did all right so now me same thing you know for me uh needing so desperately to make my little point um, and um and i was i was um and i'm certain i was exploring the same ideas as she was jk rowling in that book she had someone who, even I thought, was guilty. There's no two ways out. There was no way around it. That guy had to be guilty. Yeah, witnesses everywhere. Everyone saw him blow the other bloke up and kill 20 people. It was a, um, it was a, an act of terrorism. Yeah. She gets into all these dark themes. J.K. Rowling, and only someone like her could. Someone like Emma Watson, who played Hermione in her movies, could not. She's too good a person. Uh, she's too nice a person. She has criticised J.K. Rowling lately. But if we only had Emma Watsons in this world, we'd never get books like Harry Potter, which can describe for us the human condition. Much better than Emma Watson could possibly. If we only had Emma Watsons in this world, we'd have books written by Emma Watsons. And none of those would uh, describe to us the human condition properly. They would describe the way we should be and not the way we are. This is the problem with having only Emma Watsons in this world, pretend Hermione's. The real Hermione is J.K. Rowling. Emma Watson is a mere actor. She's nobody compared to and next to J.K. Rowling. She's nothing. She's a shadow of J.K. Rowling whilst she's acting the role of Hermione. Now I love Irma Watson more than I love J.K. Rowling, but I need J.K. Rowling much as I hate her, much as I hate myself. Yeah. All right, so there's that. Now, it's similar, you know. And now, do you know what? It turns out Sirius Black was innocent, and that even knocked my socks off. And 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 this brings me back to the episode I did earlier about two episodes ago, in which my son leaned over to me and whispered in my ear, because he knew I was making an episode like this, and he whispered in my ear and says, don't forget to mention that, uh, don't forget to mention that on your podcast, this is how children are switched on to what we're talking about. Even at nine years of age, he switched on. He said, don't forget to mention that uh, Harry and Hermione traveled back in time and took all the risks associated with that, terrible risks, um, to, uh, to save an innocent man who has been wrongly accused. My son was switched on to this. Huge, huge, absolutely huge. That has gone into his character. And I think that's fantastic. And an evil woman. It took an evil woman to recognise evil and be able to write about it to get that idea into his head. Now, reading the Bible yeah, is—we'll never give you everything you need. You need Greek mythology as well and all the shocking stuff in that. You know, like if you're if you're a person who is an adherent. To the Bible, to the exclusion of all other writings, such as you know, Greek writings and all that sort of stuff, all the Greek myths and all that sort of stuff, and the terrible things that happened there. You know, you got a mother killing her children, Medea, Medea, you know, uh, to get back at Jason. You know? Matricide, you know, we call that unnatural in the modern world today. When a mother kills her children, or a father kills his children, we call that unnatural. But is it if it was written about back in the Greek times? Now I know the Bible's got violent things happening, especially in the Old Testament, but the Greeks take it to a whole new level. And um, and, and and if we take just Jesus, for example, Jesus was more like your Watson, describing how we should be as humans. The Greeks described who we are. Now, to my mind, you probably need a bit of both, you know. But you don't want only Jesus. You need the Greeks as well. You need both. Paul was wrong. Yeah. Paul was wrong, he said. Put away your philosophy and follow Jesus instead. He said that many times. Um, he was wrong. He left us all sitting ducks. Ask any boy who's ever been to a Catholic school in my era. This is serious stuff, you know, and I'm not joking. Okay, so there's that, you know. Now, um, now in my, in my example, uh, yeah, now Sirius Black in A Prisoner of Azkaban was innocent, as it turns out. I couldn't see it, and yet he was. It was an amazing turn of events. We'd missed something, we'd all missed something. And J.K. Rowling is a genius. And yeah, she was able to make that happen. She was able to make us certain of ourselves on a certain point, such that we made a judgment in our heads. Unless you're super clever, much, and much cleverer than me. But as I was reading that book, I didn't see that one coming. And it turns out another guy was guilty and framed Sirius Black. Sirius Black was a good guy all along, and I would have had him executed as well. All right. So all I'm attacking here is this idea of certainty. Are you certain that whatever you're pushing me to do, are you certain you're right? Now I think you might be. I think you might be. In fact, I'm more sure that you're right than I'm sure that I'm right. But I'm not absolutely sure that you're right. Are you absolutely sure you're right? That's the problem. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Allowed. All right, so now, this gets, to, this gets me to my episode. Now, I have claimed that there was a very good reason um, that, uh, oh, number one, uh, that my great uncle loved Hitler. Look, he was a celebrity before World War II, all right? He was. And all these people who say, oh, I would have been against him before World War II, no. A lot of people were for him. A lot of people were for him. A lot of people who, after the war, said they were against him all along, weren't. And if you erase history, you erase that fact. And that's dangerous. It's dangerous to have only Emma Watsons in this world. Yeah. And there's danger, and it's dangerous listening to only, the narratives that, you know, that are acceptable at any moment in time. You know, for example, with coronavirus at the moment, if you, yeah, you know, I said that one. In another moment, um, you know, if we were back in the medieval times right now, this coronavirus would be due to um, God and His wrath, as a fact, and you'd be certain of it, and so would I. All right. If there was one person that stood up back in that time and said, I'd like to challenge that, uh, we'd probably cancel that person. It was people who stood up and challenged those ideas, and I'm thinking of the Greeks again, but other people too, um, that ended up making, uh, you know, uh, giving us cures for things like leprosy and uh, measles and smallpox and all this sort of stuff, you know? And, and and you know and, and gives us a chance of finding a vaccine for this coronavirus, excuse me, this coronavirus. You know, it's people who bucked the system, who disrupted the narrative, you know, the accepted narrative, huh? who um, who probably caused their own children a lot of danger, uh, as my friend pointed out. I might be doing by putting up my tiny little petty idea, you know. Where, where I wanted to challenge the idea of certainty these are the things that you know look, listen to my comedy episodes um, closely and you'll see I'm up, I'm up to stuff you know I'm not that bright but I'm up to stuff all right uh, and uh and, and, you, know, you you might say you know I'm being selfish and you know, that was leveled at me you know by wanting to have an episode like that you know where I'm trying to be a smart ass and all that sort of stuff you know, you might say that uh, I um, am putting my children at risk, you know, for putting things up like that. But um, and and you might say, disclose how that could be acceptable—that your great grandmother and uh, I played marching tunes for your great uncle, and that and that was acceptable. And you know, to that, you know, I'm not going to. You know because you're too sure of yourself, you know? and that you think that I, I really have to do that. Well. Yeah. Now, you may say, just like people said to, um, you know, with Sirius Black in the J.K. Rowling novel, there is no earthly reason why you shouldn't disclose your little secret, Charlie, as to why you can't say why it was acceptable. Just say it, you know. It takes six words. Just say how that could be acceptable. And I said, no, I don't want to. But there's no reason why you shouldn't. You know, you might be absolutely certain of that, That there's no reason why I shouldn't disclose and get myself out off the hook and make it absolutely clear, um, oh, I get it, oh, I see, it was acceptable. You know, just say it, Charlie, you know? And that'll clear up that episode that has caused so much anxiety, and it did, by the way. You would not believe the stream of texts. All of it brilliant. Um. Yeah, and all of it very correct, from one point of view, um, and all of it very wise. The sun has come up. All of it very wise. Now I'm not doubting that. I respect my friend very much, and she's exactly right. You know, but I'm not so sure for myself whether I want to take that episode down or disclose. You know why? You know. This whole Nazi thing, you know? and the reason for that is, And you're, you're, you're probably thinking, "All right, tell me then. Uh, what is the reason then that you can't disclose? You know, you are making you are making this so difficult, Charlie. This is a simple, simple, simple matter. You know, you've turned a tiny little skit of a comedy episode into about four long episodes. What the hell are you doing here?" You know, I might say, well, actually I'm pretty married to the overall idea. What, for your own selfish reasons? I say, no, actually, I'm married to the idea, it's got nothing to do with me. No, 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 you're just, you, you know, you're just so obstinate. You know, you're Orion, aren't you? You're determined to have your point, even if it takes six episodes of four hours each to explain it, and not explain it even. You know, this is obstinacy, it's selfishness, you're putting your children at risk, Um, you know, you know, ring the suicide hotline and see what really goes on out there when kids are bullied. Or, you know, you're putting your children at risk of not getting a job sometime later in life because some employer will casually Google their name, come across their father and find out he's a Nazi, get it wrong, of course. you know, but, but you refused to make it clear, you know? You know, you, did, you, you refused to have a title like, my childhood turned me into a Nazi, open brackets, no it didn't, I'm just joking. You know, you refused to do that. Why couldn't you put those extra five words on there? Six, you know? Why couldn't you do that? You're an obstinate pain in the ass, Charlie. Yeah. Just like people who saying that about JK Rowling. Now the two scenarios might not be identical. Yeah. But you know, there's, there's similarities, yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and I do have a reason for not wanting uh, to disclose uh, why I can't, you know, for not wanting to disclose why I can't uh, tell my little secret about why my great-uncle was okay to be idolizing Hitler. And you're saying, well, tell me, Charlie. Tell me. Why can't you? Why can't you put it in the title? What I told you to put in that title. You know, why didn't you put that secret in the title? And everyone will understand then. Why can't you? And you might say, I can think of no reason why you can't. And to that I would say, it's because I do not have his permission. End of episode.